What's up, guys? Alex here, AJNashville.com, here with Luis. Welcome, Luis. What's up, guys? How y'all doing? He's kind of becoming a regular to the show now, if you haven't figured that out yet, but we enjoy having you. I sneak in here every single time you come in here. Right, right. (laughs) He just follows me in here. So, anyways, today's podcast, you know, this this podcast is going to be something that um, we're pretty passionate about around here. You know, Luis is a veteran. Uh, we do a lot of work here working with veterans, helping veterans get into homes. And one thing that we experience on a pretty regular basis, I don't want to say consistent because this isn't something that we deal with with every single deal that we have come through the door, but it is something that we are no longer shocked by when we hear or see or experience or talk to other people that have been through, and that's discrimination against the VA home loan. Now, I just want to be clear. I'm not talking about direct discrimination against the veteran. Nobody is walking up and saying, hey, you're a vet. We're not giving you this home because of that. I am talking about discrimination because of the VA home loan being used. Now, that's kind of one and the same, if you ask me. I mean, because you only get the entitlement to utilize the VA home loan if you are indeed a veteran that has served and put your time in to earn, let me repeat that loud for the people in the back, earn the ability to use the VA home loan. So with that, you know, you have a lot of different scenarios. And I'm not talking about just localized. I'm talking about across the nation. This is going to be a podcast that hopefully people across the nation hear, people that are in the real estate mortgage industry, and, and it resonates. You know, we have to stop believing the old time things that once stood true about the VA home loan. I mean, I'm going through here and I just printed off a couple things from different groups that I'm in online. And, you know, Luis has seen these things come over the printer. He's like, dude, I took a look at some of those things that I saw. And what would you say? It's BS. It it pisses him off. And it pisses him off because he's seeing this discrimination that I think people don't realize exists on a whole new level or on this level at least, at least not as common as it does. The other thing is I'm not talking about discrimination and saying that, hey, if you have a seller – who is selling their home, let's just pull a dollar amount out of there, $200,000, and they have a VA offer for $200,000, they have a cash offer for $200,000. If this seller is advised to take that cash offer because of ease of getting the deal done, I get it. That makes perfect sense. You know, Nobody is saying, hey, you need to choose the VA offer over every other offer, no matter what, or else you're discriminating. I have to be clear about that because I brought this up in a group one time, and somebody said, well, you know, I'm going to look out for my client's best interest. I agree with that. You know, if you're representing a veteran in a sale transaction, I would expect you to do that. If you're representing an individual, anybody that you're representing, I am saying, yes, do your job and make sure that you are doing it. You know, whatever is going to benefit your client the most. I'm not saying take every VA offer, but when I hear the stories of people denying an offer or blatantly saying it's going to go at the bottom of the stack because VA home loans are a lot harder to do. That is what I'm talking about. Well, what that tells me is that they don't know what they're doing. It tells me that they're lazy, you know, because yes, there, there was a time where the VA home loan was a little more difficult to do. You know, we're, we're finding ourselves in a time now where everybody says, I'm a VA home loan expert. I'm a guru. I'm the best VA home loan person out there. You got companies that have changed their name from a research company to a VA. uh, It sounds like a veteran company, you know? So when you have things like that and you have people that have bad experience, what, what happens? You know, if you go to a restaurant and you have a bad experience there, are you going to go back? 
Typically not. Typically not. Talk to a manager and get things right. Get things squared away. And it's kind of the same feeling for some of these people. I know that's an extreme analogy, but if somebody gets burnt by a deal, they're going to be very shy to go and approach a deal similar to that again because they're going to have that fear of, oh, this is how every deal like this is. I'll tell you firsthand, I'm in a group of about 600, 600 mortgage professionals and real estate professionals that understand this inside, outside, upside down. You know, that's the biggest thing is, is they get it and they know and they try to go out there and they can they do what they can to educate people. But 600 people is not enough. You know, 600 people in the grand scheme of things and the amount of realtors just in Nashville alone, you can't penetrate the market deep enough to get rid of those old myths. You know, one of the things I want to read, and this is one, this was in one of the private groups, and I got permission to go ahead and read this. I'm going to leave out names for the, the protection of the people that posted this because they're not the ones doing the discrimination. They're not the ones, you know, trying to steer their sellers into different deals. Uh, this person said, had a broker say she steers, steers is, uh, that's the word that she used, mm-hmm. her clients away from VA loans because they take too long. Her new buyer's agent was sitting there and soaking up every word. WTF. Everyone know what WTF stands for, right? What the fuck? Exactly. That's the exact thing that I read. See, and here it's all too common. You know, you have a broker that is sitting there that's training new people that that's saying, hey, steer clear of these because of this. But why? The funny thing is this, per, uh, this person had a reply below and it says, you know what else takes too long? Clearing all the caves in Afghanistan so that the evil bad men cannot plot to hijack airplanes anymore. That takes way too long. I think we owe it to our people, to our veterans and our troops that have went out there that currently serve and have served to educate ourselves. I'm not saying, hey, once again, I'm not saying take every VA offer, but do yourself the favor and find a local VA home loan specialist that is willing to educate you on things that you may not know. You know, one of the most common things that I hear is non-allowable fees. And, And I get this call more often than not when a VA offer is submitted and that's simply, hey, my seller will accept this offer, but they're not paying any of the veterans' fees. And I look at the phone as if it's on fire, and I'm like, oh, my God, here we go. And I have to explain. And, I, and I'm okay with explaining this because this is what I do. You know, I help educate. And when we help educate and arm our people with more information, then they don't make the same mistakes again. So I tell them, hey, not allowable fees only – come into play if there's a 1% origination fee. So when you look at the total fees combined, if it exceeds 1%, then there are non-allowable fees. That was a little more pertinent in the earlier days when loans were $100,000 and $80,000. And not saying that there's not still loans out there just like that, but it was a little more – it was something that people saw. And they said, hey, you know what? This is an issue because all these other fees exceed this dollar amount. It's not as common anymore. I'm not saying it doesn't exist but it's few and far between. I don't believe I have ever originated a deal in this office in the past three, four, five years where there was a non-allowable fee. And just to be clear, a non-allowable fee does not mean that the seller is automatically required to pay it. There has been times I have paid a termite for the veteran simply because nobody else wanted to pay the termite and there was an understanding that the seller had to pay it and that message got to the veteran 
And so nobody wanted to pay. And I was like, what? I'll pay it. How much I don't was care. the termite fee? 35 bucks. $35. $35. Like I spend more than that when I go to lunch sometimes. Yeah. You we, know? I spent, what, $25 yesterday on lunch? Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to not allow a veteran to get in a home or be discriminated against because of his loan type over 35 bucks. Like, come on now. So, and you know what? What we'll do as a lender is we'll reduce our fees. If we get to a situation, let's say we have a hundred thousand dollar loan and they can't pay those things, we'll just we'll reduce the fees. You know, three weeks ago, what did I do? I gave someone a seventeen hundred dollar credit because they were short on the money it took to close. That's what you do if you're a true veteran advocate. If you're yes. looking to help somebody out, but you know the non allowable fees. It, it's this belief that the seller has to pay, it, and that's not true. What it is is. The veteran cannot pay it. So you as a veteran cannot pay these fees. But the seller's agent can. The buyer's agent can. The lender can waive the fees. But here's what happens. The, th- the, the money that all these people are making, they look over at the seller and they say, hey, you have to pay this. And they don't. The seller does not have to pay it. A realtor, if they wanted to, or a mortgage loan officer, if they wanted to, said, hey, no worries. I'll cover the fee. Let's keep going with this thing. You know, it's it's little misconceptions like that. And it's always the termite fee. Now, I do want to be clear. There are some states where it is written in your contract that this seller is required to pay the termite fee. If you live in one of those states, I would appreciate if you reply to this post and let me know what state that is. Because we really need to do something to change the verbiage of that in the contract because it's not fair. It's not fair to your sellers. It's not fair to the veterans. It's not fair to anybody involved with that transaction if that is indeed written into your contract. And that is something that maybe at one point in time there was a firm belief that that was the case and it just didn't get changed. You know, it's like everything, like anything else. In Texas, I think there's still a a law that exists that you can – Hit your wife with a stick no bigger than the the width of your thumb as long as it's done on the courthouse steps. I tell you what, you go beat your wife on the courthouse steps with a little stick, and I guarantee you're going to jail. Oh yeah, it's still written into law. It just people don't do that shit anymore. You know, one of the things that that ticked me off the most. So I had a buddy from Ohio, and he's actually a lender, and he's a naval veteran, and he submitted an offer, and the people flat out told him. We're not going to accept this offer. It was great. You know, you came in over all the other offers, but we're, we're just not going to accept a VA, you know, offer. Why? Uh, it costs too much. It takes too long, and your appraisals are too strict. So here's the thing. The appraisal, it's, it's not strict. It's not any different than any other appraisal out there. You know, there's a belief that there's this VA home loan inspection. There's, there's no inspector that comes out from the VA and says, all right, let me look at this property. What they're looking for is they're looking for a property that is sound, meaning that the roof isn't caving and the floors aren't falling down. It's a sound, constructed property. They're also looking for sanitary, which means that you don't have animal feces. And I, I know this is going to sound unreal, but I've seen it before. Animal feces throughout the property you know, or throughout the home itself. They're also looking for safety. What that means is handrails, screens, windows that are not broken, you know, very basic things, like things you would expect when you go purchase a home, you right. know, unless you're ex- unless you're buying a investment property right. that's going to be a flip property. In that case, you can't use a VA home loan for that anyways. But, you know, these are very basic things, making sure that your uh, smoke alarms are in place and are functional, making sure that there's a GFI that's near – if you have a plug that's within two foot of water, it has to have a GFI. I think they're called GFCIs now or something GFCI. like that. But it's – GFIs is, is – old OG talk, <laughs> you know, but one of the other things that I saw, 
somebody say, and this is what blows me away, and this this shows how deep the miscommunication is when it comes to the VA home loan. So in this group, a person says, true or false, if you cannot afford a down payment, you should not be buying a home. Okay. Now, let's take the context of that. If you cannot afford a down payment, you should not be buying a home. I would agree with that. I would agree if you don't have the money to afford a home that you probably shouldn't buy one, you know. Now, I agree. It, that doesn't mean that you can't stack up and save the money. Maybe you just maybe you don't have 3% now. Maybe you have 2 and a half, okay? There's down payment assistance programs and stuff like that that help people get to the level where they're able to. Maybe they just don't have all of it, but they have some. I think a person in that situation should have the flexibility to potentially purchase a home. But if you have negative money in your bank account, no, you shouldn't buy a home. Why? Because when the water heater goes out, how are you going to fix it? You know, usually those trends or cycles. My, my end homeowner's insurance. Uh, good luck with that. <laughs> we, we need to call Amy and ask her if they cover it. Amy from Liberty Mutual. I guarantee if we pick up the phone, we call her. She'll be like, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> but somebody said, yeah, I agree 100 million times. True. Which, once again, that is something I agree with. Now, let me be clear about something. The VA home loan is 100% financed, okay? Their down payment was made when they did what? When they raised their hand and they took an oath to do what? You know this oath better than anybody else. They wrote a check to the United States government that no matter what the cost, they would do what they could to what? Protect our yeah, country, protect right? Country. Doesn't matter. It, life, death, doesn't matter. They took that oath. There's their down payment. You know, it, That's my feelings of it. That's mm-hmm. what they did for a down payment. So we're not talking about the same things necessarily, but where this went down a rabbit hole is um, – how about veteran buyers who have earned the right for a zero down payment? Now, this other real estate agent, of course, you know, because and, and the reason why I say of course is because this is where we see most of the miseducation done at is at the realtor point. And this is where lenders, it's our responsibility to go out and educate our our real estate partners. This isn't their job on a day-to-day basis. They don't they don't know the VA loan front and back like we do. And they shouldn't have to, but they should know the myths as opposed to the truths. This person said, what happens when their HVAC breaks or their house floods? It's fine if they want to leverage a 100% loan, but have savings to draw from in case of an emergency, uh, or we are only hurting our veterans with this option. Now, that in, in the bulk of things is true. You know, We need to make sure that the veterans have some savings to fall back on, but it is not the responsibility of a realtor to – make sure that the veteran has money to fall back on. The fact of the matter is the veteran, if they qualify, whether they have money in the bank or not, they qualify for the loan program, they are eligible. And we can't say, guess what, dude? You don't really have money in the bank and you kind of should, so I have to turn you down. That's not the way this this world works, unfortunately. Right. And statistically, when we look at the average VA buyer, these are statistics that the VA has picked up and said, this is what we see when we see the average VA applicant or buyer. So the average veteran has $17,032 in savings. 29% make a down payment even though they earn the right not to. So 29% of the veterans are out there saying, I know I qualify for 100% financing, but I'm also going to put a little bit of money down for one reason or another. Now, you want to talk about the VA FICO score? 741. So they have above average credit by far. They have hmm. next to excellent credit. But yeah, they want to turn them down. Right. Median income for the veteran family is $14,730 higher than a non-veteran. Say that again. $14,730 higher than a non-veteran. 
The default rates by loan type, FHA, 6.1%, conventional, 2.47%, VA, 1.98%. Do we still feel like our veterans are the poor buyers? It sounds to me like a pretty qualified person. And you know, the other thing is, is if I was an underwriter, if I was a company that was looking at this home loan, I'd look at it and say, God, this person, you know, statistically, these people perform well. I'm going to favor, not favor, because favor is an illegal term, but I'm going to look at this a little bit differently because of the fact that they perform better, you know? So you may, you may not have the lender overlays and everything else. You may write just to guidelines like we do. You know, we close. Here's the funny thing. People think VA loans. I had someone call me the other day, and, and they don't know necessarily the process, but they're like, hey, I'm going to give you 45 days to close this loan. Is that enough time? I said, how many times do you want to close it? Because we can close it like three times in that period because mm-hmm. our average closing time is 14 days on a VA home loan. And it's went down. You know why? Because we hold accountability. We say, hey, let's get it done, executed, and out the door, ASAP. Right. Hey, Carol called in the other day, and she was very surprised when we told her yeah, how I mean, fast we could close a deal for her. It, that's the biggest thing is like we knock these things out. Why? Because we specialize in this. you know, mm-hmm. And that's where you really have to watch out. That's where you have to make sure that you're dealing with people that are educated. I'm not saying send every deal that you have in the world to me. Just make sure that the people that you work with are the best. They're the elite you know, could you imagine if, let's say, uh, um, Rangers, the Army Rangers, let's say they opened their gates and said, hey, anybody that wants to be a Ranger, come on, today only you can become a Ranger. And all these people show up and they become Rangers. What would happen to the Rangers? Would they be as effective oh, of no. a fighting force? Exactly, because you can't just let just anybody in. The same goes for the people you work with on a regular basis. Your people should be educating you on the facts that, that, surround the VA home loan. Your people should be educating you on busting some of those myths. In in addition to that, the people you work with should be willing to make a phone call to the seller. You know what I do if you're a seller or I'm sorry, a seller's agent? Offer gets submitted to you. The offer is from a, a veteran who I've qualified. I pick up the phone and say, hey, Luis, this is Alex over at Benchmark Mortgage. Wanted to give you a buzz. I know you've got this offer on your table for for Mr. Luis. You know, uh, I wanted to go through and, and kind of let you know some things. It's a VA home loan. Here's some of the myths, and I'll go through and I'll, I'll talk about some of the major myths that we have, and I'll explain to them. You know, we specialize in the VA home loan process. It takes us about 14 days to close, and you just really educate the people. This way, you don't have to worry about them going to present the offer with all these myths mm-hmm. attached to it. You know, that's that's the seller's agent's responsibility is to look out for the best interest of their client and explain to them what each individual offer entails. So if you bust that information up front, it's one less thing to worry about. And it's extremely effective. Not only are you doing things that most people aren't, most people aren't picking up the phone and saying, by the way, my client submitted an offer offer to you, regardless of what the offer was. Most people don't do that. And so who do you think gets more consideration because now they understand the process? Makes sense, right? Right. So that's a big thing. I mean, it's so frustrating when you see – this happen on such a large level. I see it more than most because I have a a large network of people who work with veterans throughout the nation. So we tend to see it a lot more than we would like to, you know, the biggest thing is, and I want to clarify once again, we're not saying accept every single VA home loan offer or every single VA offer that comes through your door. If it's not in favor of the best interest of your client, what I am saying is 
consider a VA home loan offer just like you would any other offer unless for some reason you know the property is not eligible and you can communicate that to the buyer's agent and explain that to them because there's a VA renovation loan out there too. So what may not be eligible right now with the proper loan could be eligible after they go in and do some repairs. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I hope you've taken something from this message. If you are looking for a VA home loan specialist, I'm talking about people with extreme training in these, uh, people that have attended, you know, a course that helped me out quite a bit. It's called Military Mortgage Boot Camp. And they go through and they debunk a lot of these myths. If you're looking for a highly trained loan officer to partner up with when it comes to the VA home loan, do me a favor, send me a private message. I will link you up with the best of the best that I know in your area. Um, No questions about it. One last thing from a statistical standpoint, I pulled eight people. Out of eight people in the past 12 months, only one person had a deal that was a VA deal that died after origination, after contract on the table. One person. Now, I'm not talking about out of eight loans. I'm talking about hundreds of loans out of all those people. One person had one deal that died, and it could have been for a multitude of reasons. It could have been that the the income wasn't you know correct or they got laid off or whatever the case may be, but one. Yeah, one. Over the past year, how, oh, no. many, how many VA loans have you done? A lot. Take a guess. A lot. I couldn't even guess that? because – there, there's been so many. I mean, heck, last month, what do you think? Out of out of the deals we closed, all but one was a VA home loan. Yeah. You take Brad, for example. He closed eight or nine deals last month, and it was 100% VA home loans. You take Andrew. You know, the, the bulk of his are VA. I mean, dude, we're rocking it. You know, as a, a small team within Benchmark, and when I say small team, we're talking about a few people. We closed like – I think it was $14 million last month or $11 million. I can't remember the exact number. But we closed a substantial amount of deals, and most of them were VA. You know, And it's not because we're out there and, and this is what we're after. It's because this is what we're highly trained in. It's like anything else. If you're highly trained in jiu-jitsu, you're not going to go out there and challenge somebody to a karate match. It's not going to happen, right? You may win, but it's not going to be what in your best interest to go out there and, and attack somebody that's a striker, a professional striker, if that's not necessarily what you're great in. So find somebody that's highly trained. You know what? If you're a, a realtor, I don't care where you're from. If you have a question, I've bailed out so many people. They, they've called me up and said, hey, I've got this deal. I'm working with this company about this. You know, Here's what they're saying. Can you help me? And we'll do it. I've spent yeah. 45 minutes on the phone with people before saying, hey, this is how you navigate through it. And they call me up after it closes and they say, you were right. At the end of the day, it's not about the paycheck. It's about helping the veteran get into a home. That's what these people have served to do. This is the entitlement that they have earned. If you're active duty veteran, whatever the case may be, this is, you know, this is a big deal for a lot of people, you know, and we need to make sure that we treat this the way it needs to be treated. Heaven forbid you get a person who has earned this right that gets turned down by another lender and then gets passed over and approved by a different one. Imagine how shitty that makes you look when it comes to the elite people that you claim to work with. So make sure you're working with the best. I hope this message finds you well. We'll talk to you soon.